We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this Wednesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford at studio here this morning. All MPW Digital podcasts presented by Twisted T. More on them a little bit. Talk some Hugh Freeze today. Talk some uh, questions from Nils Melback that's up at rebelgrove.com. You got some professional sports stuff going on. You got football. You got the Phillies just beating the absolute hell out of everyone. You got that going on too. So, all that and more coming up on today's show. A show brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Lunch specials, you know about those. Five sixty nine, couple sides, bread, any size fountain drink. Might as well get the large one because it's the same price either way. So more soda, more water, more drink, whatever you want there. At the Oxford Exxon, speaking of drinks, they got the beer cave going on, 34 degrees. Stop in, pick up all your alcoholic goodness for the weekend. Ole Miss with a road game at Auburn. So if you're going to watch it in your man cave, living room, party, whatever you're doing out by the pool. It gets a little cold for the pool, but whatever. Uh, maybe it's heated. Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West, and again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. Uh, we are indeed. Uh, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done uh, multiple times now. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic. Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'll have a post-game show Saturday is brought to you by Dead Soxy. They did not take a week off. Enjoy 40% off from your favorite sock brand until the start of the Auburn game on Saturday night. That's right. Take a break. Kick those feet up and lock in some red and blue socks at an incredible 40% off discount. Visit DeadSoxy.com. Use the promo code REBELGROW for 40% off the best socks you'll ever wear. Sit back, relax, and stay Soxy. Do we have stuff going on in the stream? Were you okay? I don't know. 
I don't even have it up. I see nothing going on. So um, if somebody's in our stream, can you chat or tell me something? Because I'm not getting any data on my side. We're getting thumbs up and views, so we're we're live. Okay. Well, that's fine. I just, yeah, I at this moment, I will not be able to see your comments. Cause oh, yeah, I there are people in the stream. Okay. I just, it's something wrong with mine then. I can't get to you. Yep, there's people in the stream. Okay, maybe now it's working. Dwight, Hardman, Blake Pierce, Avery. Okay. Mark. Yeah, we're good now. We got it. All right. Sorry. We're all good. Sorry about that. Yeah, I was it was not giving me the option to actually connect to where we are, so I don't know. I I just noticed something. You know, I I, I love all my Knoxville sports teams there in Tennessee. I, I've got a new reason to get annoyed with another one this morning. So I've got tweet deck up for my Twitter and you know, you got your notifications, your messages mm-hmm. and all that, and you can set tags or whatever across the other columns. And I sort of keep a tab open from TweetDeck all day because it's giving me the old Miss hashtag and messages and all this stuff and just kind of review Twitter off that tag. Um, well, one of my tabs, obviously, is RebsBSB, which is the old Miss baseball hashtag that they use. And um, it has been infiltrated this morning because West High School in Knoxville, Tennessee, has now assumed that hashtag for their baseball team. Rebs BSB. So my oh. entire Ole Miss baseball column is now tons of West High School out of Knoxville content. So okay, good for that. It's probably West Rutgers alma mater. I, I could be is very he, frustrated. Is he from there? I have no idea. I mean, he acts like it. Beats me. <sighs> okay. Anyway, I don't. I don't know him. Me neither. We should invite him on the show. We should. When does Ole Miss play Tennessee in basketball? I mean, at some point. Okay. All right, they play everybody. He'd probably do it. Oh, he'd probably for sure do it. Okay. We'll talk some Laramie Tunzel, some Derek Barnett. We'll have a good time. with. Uh, Is Laramie going to be at the game Saturday night? <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> I mean, even I've heard this rumor. <laughs> What's that? That uh, some of our former friends from here who are now at Auburn have invited a lot of former Ole Miss players to be guests. Oh, really? That's the rumor. Really? Don't know if it's true or not. Sounds like it's probably true. That, I don't know. I mean, he's used some former players in some recruiting videos and stuff for Auburn. Yeah. I mean, he did coach those people. He did. That's valid. He did. But, I mean, Laramie's pretty visible back in Oxford most of the time. I mean... By far the most of any of that group. Oh, for sure. Of those big four. Yeah, for sure. Throwing Tony in that group, too. I mean, he, he he's the one we see the most. Actually getting to play for a team that looks kind of fun right now, too. As much as I got annoyed by him Sunday, Stroud's done a hell of a job. Oh, Stroud's They're terrific. protecting him well. I mean, it looks like Stroud's – we're like five games in, but it looks like he's better off than Bryce Young right now. Well, there's no question right now he is. It's too early to go big picture, but yes. Stroud looks Stroud looks like an NFL quarterback. He does. So far, Bryce doesn't. Now there's differences, but you know, Houston is using him so much better. They Houston, have a plan. D'Amico Ryan's is good. The te- yeah, yes, the Texans are, are a very well coached football team. They are, and it shows. It's yeah. almost like when you get rid of the super old guy that is well past his prime, and you bring in the young guy who is up on the modern metrics and analytics and whatnot there's an improvement Pretty dynamic i mean he's yeah it's almost like there's an improvement there so again he did his job this morning it was a column on al.com joseph goodman 
the illustrious. Um, I've not read it. Do I need to pull it up? No, you're fine. Okay. It doesn't matter. I've got a point. I'll make the point without reading a bunch of paragraphs from it. Again, columnist job, especially at AL.com, especially at AL.com. Yes. Are to get impressions. Yes. People to read their, co- the actual words do not matter. The answer is how many times was that pulled up on a computer or a phone? 100%. Period. That's his job. Nothing else. 100%. It does not have to be a thought leader. Nope. It does not have to be anything intelligent. Get clicks. It has to piss enough people off that they click on it. Clicks. That's it. Get clicks. That's He's his never job. going to get fired for going, hey, that was not smart enough. He's going to get fired for going, not, not enough people read it. Yes. Period. 100%. Okay, so let's start there. Understand, it does not matter the actual content. Hence, the headline this morning on this column, and it's going to dovetail me into the conversation we're having today. Goodman, colon, fire Lane Kiffin if he loses to Auburn. Okay. Okay. Let's again look at a couple different things. He gets Lane Kiffin in a headline, which mm-hmm. is awesome for some SEO, baby. I mean, just running through the SEO. So is the word fire. That's a good point. Yep. And gets Auburn in there. So he's hitting... Perfect headline if you're Joseph Goodman. Whatever he didn't do the headline, but perfect headline. Whatever you think of Joseph, he knows he understands his job. That's a perfect SEO headline Mm -hmm. for the Google machine. One hundred percent. Fire Lane Kiffin. Premise being that Auburn sucks so badly right now that if Lane Kiffin loses this game on Saturday as the Ole Miss head coach, he essentially should be shut off into Siberia. Okay. That is essentially and it's not essentially, it's what he said. Okay. The open Let's just put it out there. If Lane Kiffin loses to Auburn on Saturday, then he should be fired on the spot and never hired again to coach college or high school football in the United States of America. (laughs) (laughs) That's the lead. That's good. Right above that in all bold, because we weren't sure, Joseph, is this is an opinion column. Literally in bold (laughs) right above the lead. Yeah. He actually mentions Iceland, Slovenia, or Italy as somewhere that Lane could potentially work after this if he loses on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. This did, place you read, is, did you ever read that Grisham book? Was it Playing for Pizza or whatever? I did. Yeah, me too. It, it, was, was, it, was, it was fine. It's popcorny, but it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. Not one of his canon books. Well, you know that with Grisham when you open up one of his books. You're getting this. Here, here's what you're getting. He's the new James Patterson. You know exactly what you're and getting. It's usually pretty entertaining. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. sitting at the beach, there's worse things to read than a Grisham book. In fact, it's one of the best things you could read at the beach. Because he's going to bring us home. Yeah, it's going to be fine. It's going to be kind of, it's good. I couldn't do it. It's not, yeah. I'm not criticizing. It's fine. It's, is it going to ever be the deep literature that, that moves you? No, of course not. Eight hours a day of writing, six months a year. He starts every January, finishes like June 20th or something like that. He writes essentially for eight hours a day. And he's done in six months and he turns around in January and does it again. One book a year. It's impressive. It is impressive. I, absolutely. It's very impressive. I hear people make fun of him all the time, and I'm like, you're an idiot. He's really good at what he does, at what he does, and, and he's made countless, countless millions. Good for him. So my point here that I'm getting to, because, I don't, again, I don't need to rehash the column. You can read it if you feel the need. But a couple different sentences. That's how fundamentally flawed Auburn football is right now and has to terrify Kiffin a little bit knowing that his entire coaching career is suddenly riding on beating the team that has the worst offense in all of college football and doesn't even want to try to get better, never mind win games in the Southeastern Conference. Takes on the quarterback issue, playing both quarterbacks. They're both regressing, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Auburn is so thoroughly broken that new coach Hugh Freeze doesn't even seem to care. Honestly, based on what we saw against LSU, it's hard to really blame him, blah, 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 blah. We're seeing what rock bottom looks like. I'm just picking out sentences. Says he basically has to go half prime and replace half his roster for next season. I'm at Neon. Okay. All this stuff. All this stuff. In the name of being reasonable, because I still love Auburn, puts that in the thing. Joseph says he loves Auburn? Yes. Okay. Even if the offense is bad enough to get Kiffin fired if Ole Miss loses, here are things still here are ten things still worse than Auburn's offense. Okay. Among those, Brian Harson at your dinner party and food poisoning. <laughs> Number one, by the way, Brian Harson coaching Auburn. Okay. Typically, <laughs> Auburn media, and I, and I get Goodman is not Auburn media. Okay. I understand that. Right. Not the beat writers. What's up? Hugh it was obviously in a rebuild. Everybody knew that. Auburn knows that right now. They were not going to win games this year, it was impossible. He has, a, he has an established record in his career for building programs. It's Hugh's best quality. He's really good building programs. Sure. I get the lack of patience, and maybe that's just simply it. But why are people taking Hugh Freeze shots five games into his first year at Auburn? I'm not there, so I don't know. I'll give you my theory. Yeah, I'd love to. My theory is Hugh Freeze is the girl that your friend set you up with and they kept telling you she's great. She's great. She's great. And you're in the back of your mind. She's not, you don't really like her. She's not pretty enough. You, 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 she's got a bad reputation. You know about some things that happened in the past and you just never can convince yourself that you really like her. You always think to yourself, you can do better. Auburn has an incredibly high opinion of itself. I think they're still reeling from the fact that Lane Kiffin didn't just drop everything and race to the planes. No matter what you think happened or didn't happen, how seriously he considered it, how seriously, he, whatever, whatever. The fact that it wasn't just a no-brainer for him to leave Ole Miss to Auburn, I think was a blow to their ego. And then when Lane Kiffin didn't take the job, there wasn't this line of elite college coaches waiting to go to the planes at a time when Kirby Smart Smart has Georgia, what has Georgia won, like 47,000 games in a row now? Uh, Nick Saban on the other side, for all of the Saban's dead thing, they've lost one game and they're top top 11 in the country. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, they they still, newsflash, Alabama's still good at football. I I just think it's that. I just think they, there's a lot of people there who just think we're better than Hugh Freeze. We should be able to do better than Hugh Freeze. He's not enough for them. Grind said a majority of the Auburn media picked him to win eight games this season. That's on them. Uh, well, it, of course. It, it's irrational. It's fanboys. They all love Auburn. They all do the circle jerk with the thing, and they, they all take the – look, They here's the thing about the prayer circle. It's not that there's anything wrong with the Auburn players praying. Yeah, well, no, that's not Most the teams pray. Yes. Ole Miss prays. In fact, I don't know of a team that doesn't pray. The difference is most teams pray in their locker room. The Auburn thing does it. They they do it 
around even on the field there is literally sometimes a media directive hey it's going to be at 124 literally and so they all take the picture and they tweet it out look we're better than you we're doing this for the right reasons So you hire a coach who got fired at Ole Miss because of massage parlors. You you hired a coach who got fired at Ole Miss because he used his company phone on company time to call Asian massage parlors. And, and, when, and when confronted... And didn't black them all out when given the opportunity. And when confronted about it, did the Bill Clinton thing about, well, yeah, well, I didn't inhale. Yeah. What is the definition of is? I mean... Yeah, I called them all, but I, I just was calling. Sure. Cool. It's not considered a vice. It's fine. Um, oh, I don't care. The point is either. they care. Yeah, sure. That's what they have now. That's who they are. And they look to their two big rivals, and they're dominating the sport, and Auburn's not. There was an expectation that Kiffin was going to run to it no matter what. Nothing was going to happen. What was going to matter except for the football decision of taking the job because it's a better job. Not a better job for Kiffin, just in general, in their minds. And that when Lane got there, he was going to be a completely different person and he was going to go invite him to a cookout and all hang out and go oh, War Eagle. I literally had conversations with people who covered Auburn who said, well, he, he, he'll do that stuff here. And I'm like, no, he won't. <laughs> not, a not, not even a little bit. Well, he'll have to here. I'm like, exactly. It's he's he's a bad fit. You're going to lose your mind. Yeah, he's not going to do those things. He's not going to talk to local media. He's not going to hobnob with you guys after the media. No, press they conference. thought he was literally going to go to all the local cookouts and stuff. Yeah, and do the oh, deal. They thought he all do, the breakfast. They thought he would do the Gus Malzahn thing where he would invite the writers over for a dinner. No, it's not going to happen. I have people all the time go, "Why do you write that you don't know Kiffin in the mailbag?" Because I don't know Kiffin. I've never met him. We've texted a little. We've never had a conversation. And I'm I'm not alone. Neither have any other beat writers. Yeah, the point of it is you can't really put words in his mouth because you don't know what his motivations are. Right. You can guess. I can guess. Like which game would he rather win? I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that later. I like yeah. that question. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. It was just kind of impossible to answer because you don't know him. I don't know how he really feels about certain things. Well, it's year one, and Freeze is taking on what is the negative of that job. You're going to get a lot of resources. You're going to have a chance to win some games. Sure. You're back in your spotlight. When Freeze wanted to get back in the SEC. He's back in the SEC. But the expectation at Auburn. Beat Alabama, beat Georgia, win a ton of games, and compete. Compete for the national championship. That is the expectation at Auburn. Is it realistic? I don't know. Somebody else to determine. But that is the expectation. And so you and I always talk about perception is reality. If the widespread perception is that this should be a national championship caliber program, if that's the perception yeah, sure. of all the 80, what is it, 90,000 people, 88,000, yeah, sure. whatever, whatever. Whatever the crowd number is, I don't want to insult anybody or get into a literal debate. Give or take 91,000 people. Whatever. Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. If the widespread perception of the overwhelming majority of those people that are in that stadium on Saturday night is that we should be better than this, then that is the reality. That is the reality. It's it's the Kentucky deal, right? The the perception there is, you know what? We just, 
ought to win seven or eight games a year. Let's be competitive most of the time. Let's get to basketball season. And then, by God, Cal needs to go win. If that's the perception of the 68,000 people in that Kroger Kroger Field. Field, whatever, then that is the reality. Whether it should be the reality is a completely different conversation. It is the reality. Their biggest two rivals are the two behemoths in the SEC. Two programs it's a that really are, hard time. Two programs, one that is coming. This on. isn't the Bama that Tub got one for no, the thumb on. No, no. This is the Alabama that appears to be on the tail end of a dynasty that will be written about for centuries. You think we're writing about college football in centuries? Probably not. Okay. And then, and then on the other side, you have Kirby, who has won, has played for three titles in a very short period of time, has sure. won two, and. Despite having issues, they're undefeated again and number one in the country. They've been number one now for a while. And nobody would go, you know what, Georgia, people are like, yeah, Georgia's gettable, but nobody's going, Georgia's dead, man. It's over. No, this is not the best job for Hugh to have taken. He'd be much happier at Arizona State or some damn way right now. But his ego wanted this job. Went back in the league. Because his ego is insatiable. It always has been. That's his problem. And he looks beaten down because he's not used to this. I mean, he is beaten down. Yeah, he looks beaten down because he probably is beaten down. This job's hard. I know he told people before the season that they didn't have much talent. People who officiated some of their stuff in the in the fall camp. You know, you bring in officials. Everybody does it. Ole Miss does it. Auburn does it, too. Right? You bring in officials and all that stuff. Officials told people, told friends of theirs that they're not talented especially on offense. And it's mayored out at this point. And it shows. Yeah, K- Kentucky is fascinating from that standpoint because it doesn't, talk, looking at the stream a little bit, it doesn't look like they have increased expectations a ton that's on that program. Now, Ole Miss has. Ole Miss goes 7-5, and five, you guys are pissed. Frankly, Ole Miss goes 8-4 and four and you're a little frustrated at this point. Kentucky seems to be pretty content at 8-4. and four. Now, that job's going to get harder with divisions gone. But still, point stands. It, it is funny how you can weave in and out, and you know it takes a little while, but you can change sort of what the the annual expectation is, if you will. Grind has point. a post in the thread that I agree with. Okay. Okay. He says my uninformed hot take oh. is that Hugh has spent two to three weeks preparing for Ole Miss, which pisses me off. I was in Baton Rouge, and that was an awful product, an awful beginning product. See, I agree with this. It's why I think. Just me, I think if Auburn loses this game Saturday, one in seven in the league, maybe worse, is on the table. Because if all the stuff is true about... Well, because he also, it's either, hey, you lost every damn game during this stretch, and yeah, who cares when you go beat State or Arkansas or whoever's coming up next. If you... if. If he did that, it's almost even kind of functional because if you win this, you can do this little run right here mm-hmm. like you figured it out, if you will, because the schedule really frees up after Ole Miss for a little while. Yeah, yeah. They get Mississippi State next and at Arkansas. But here's the deal. Those teams are circling Auburn right now going, that's a win. We can get that one. Let's go get that one. This Saturday is about Ole Miss. If you play well, you win the game. If you don't, you make it very complicated. That's it. It's, it. This isn't about Auburn Saturday. It's about Ole Miss. I agree. When you're the better team, it's about you. If you execute, you win. You have to Period. start well, punch them in the mouth. And yeah. If you go piss all over yourself, then it's going to be a really difficult four quarters. 
That's it. Yes. They can't blow you out because they can't score enough. Right. At worst, you're in a rock fight. You avoid the rock fight by just playing well. Because they you, quit against that. But if you LSU told, popped them and they quit. If you told me that, that he has spent a lot of time in the past couple of weeks thinking about Ole Miss, scheming about Ole Miss, I totally believe it. His ego wants this game. Because he's actually the guy who believes he was wrongfully fired. He does. He, he truly believes it. That Ole Miss didn't stand by him. He was the guy that when they handed him the things and said, redact the numbers, he was like, I don't have time for that. I don't, he, he also couldn't hire a couple people to go, hey, here's the deal. I have this thing with Asian massage parlors, and it's all in these numbers. I need you to find them all. He couldn't admit that to anybody, that he had those flaws. It's why when he called me into his office that January morning, he's playing the Christian rock stuff blaring through the speakers. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you worried that I'm recording you? Or are you doing this for my benefit? What is this about? So that I'll think you're really getting geared up for the church service later this morning? I don't care. What's that about? The man has an insatiable ego. It's never his fault. It's never been his fault. It's why when the thing in Chicago happened, he blamed other people. Not him, not himself. No, he blamed he blamed other people. When when Laramie Tunsil fell all over himself in that press conference, what was the what was the spin that came out of there? Oh, well, you know, they should Jimmy should never have let him up on the stage. Well, no, maybe you should have prepared him more for media. You knew he was a first-round pick. Maybe you should have prepared him for media, but you didn't because you were so afraid that some for some reason someone in the in the Ole Miss media was going to ask him about his recruiting when it, nobody was going to ask him about his recruiting. We talked to him like four times the whole time. Yeah. One of those times was because Laramie at the end of the Sugar Bowl just said he wanted to do it. I, I went and stood beside him and waited for the clock to hit zero and went, and he goes, yeah, sure. Because actually, this is... If you remember this, I think it was John walked over to him to pull him away. Yes. And Laramie pushed him away and said, no, said, go no, ahead. I want to do it. Yeah. Said, no, go ahead. And so I interviewed him and Jeffrey filmed it and we put it up and it was one of the most viewed videos that we ever did. Every time we talked to Laramie, he was great. I remember talking to Laramie before the uh, Peach Bowl. Yeah. And he was awesome. It was hilarious. It, we was, were the, like, it was the week of the practice. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I looked at Kyle Campbell. Like, Why don't we talk to him more often? Like someone was going to ask him three years later, hey, did Ole Miss offer you anything in recruiting? Yeah. No, Laramie is one of the top five media guys that, that's ever come through here. If you let him talk. It's phenomenal. Well, I'd go higher than that. Yeah. I'd go top two. Yeah. He's excellent. He's great with Houston. It's great. It's funny. Yeah. Engaging. Yeah. Does a ton of like off podcast side project stuff. Yeah. Smart guy. Funny. He's beloved over there. Yeah. But that was a Hugh Freeze decision. Yeah. Nobody else's. That was Hugh's decision. Just like the same thing when, when, when he committed to Ole Miss. It was the colossal error of all time. They should have had Alex Weber go ahead and do it right there with him where people would have gone, oh, they offered his brother. But Hugh's ego couldn't handle that. He wanted it to look like, hey, I won just like anybody else won. I said, I just, no, we were really creative when we got a generational left tackle and it was worth it. And, and yes, you won the recruiting Laramie, battle. Zedrick, Alex. But part of the deal was, hey, you're going to take these other two guys. And Zedrick ended up being a damn good player. And and no one would have questioned that. Because, I mean, you ended up getting an elite player and a good player out of three scholarships. You don't usually get that. Hey, that's a win. Yeah. That's a win at Alabama. Yeah. 
it's a damn sure a win for an Ole Miss program that was coming off of a colossal disaster. Yeah. I mean, Hugh inherited a train wreck. He did. A train wreck. And he wins on Laramie Tunsil, but because his ego won't allow him to go, yeah, you know, we offered his brother. We did. Georgia might not have to do that, but right now we do. Nobody would have said anything. I would have yeah. been like, I, would, I mean, the column I would have written was, I'd have offered the whole damn family for that guy. Yeah. Maybe five years from now you don't do it, but you're not there We know yet. how damn good he is. Yeah, cool, sweet. But he couldn't, Whatever. He couldn't handle that. Yeah. So. Couldn't handle, he, he, he didn't like the, 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 the narrative about Robert Kimdichie. The brother, yeah. He didn't like the idea that Robert Kimdichie would have gone to almost anywhere Denzel was because Robert would have gone almost anywhere that Denzel was. Yeah. But he wanted the ego. His ego can't be stroked enough. That's why I think Saturday night they'll have they'll have their best plan. They will. Because he wants this game. This game, in Hugh's mind, is not about Auburn. It's not about his kids. He'll say all that crap. It's an absolute lie. Hugh Freeze wants this game so that he and his family can walk off that field with that vengeful, vindicated look on their face like Ole Miss did something wrong to Hugh Freeze when in reality, the only thing that Ole Miss did wrong to Hugh Freeze was hire him in the first place. We'll keep going in a second. First, you're at Elevate Your College Football Game Day Experience. Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea, packs a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. Don't settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion. Whether you're watching at a bar, hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate your game day experiences that complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Uh, my post-game columns are presented by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, Contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at TMHomes.com or 662-567-2573. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Siegel with Siegel Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or you prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting. See what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We'll have uh, Chase and Brian. We'll have a hand raise guys uh, tomorrow late afternoon. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names. But the same great products, people, and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid, that's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D, or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. They've got multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, and other locales as well, so don't miss out. The College Corner is located in Oxford now, coming up next weekend for the uh, Vanderbilt game, future games. Stop by uh, the Oxford Commons, the Oxford Commons location of the College Corner. It's right off of Sisk Avenue, more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear, plenty of parking available. Their staff's going to have you in and out, 
ready for the Grove in no time. They also have a couple of locations in the Jackson area, and you can check them out online as well at collegecornerstore.com. Podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Season tickets for basketball on sale, men's and women's. Women's tickets as cheap as $50. Men's tickets available as well. Women preseason number 12 in the country. OleMissTicks.com for those, as well as the Tad Pad game, Tad Smith Coliseum hosting Ole Miss and Sam Houston State in November. It's not on TV. It's not being streamed. you got to be in the building to see the action and have one more game at Tad Smith Coliseum. And then Chris Beard's done at multiple stops along the way. Again, OleMissTicks.com for that. Remember, baseball season tickets and renewals on sale. OleMissTicks.com. And just to finish that thought. Yeah, sure. Oh, you aren't done? I, I mean, I'm, I'm basically done. But just to finish that thought, yes, I firmly believe that Ole Miss was, mistake was hiring him. That's what I believe. At the end of 2011, there were other candidates that would have been better hires, but they were going through the AD thing. 2011 was a total <laughs> train wreck. Uh, they didn't have an AD. They had a total train wreck. And so Sean Tui and them moved in and did their little power play and hired their buddy when you could have hired Kirby Smart. Would Kirby have stayed at Ole Miss long? Nope. But he would have been a better hire. You think he would have taken it? Yes, 100%. You talked to his dad? Yes. You missed the latte game. You go talk to Kirby Smart. What the hell? I, I didn't, didn't get, get to see the, the bear. I, I didn't couldn't see talk the to the running Kirby. back. I couldn't talk to Kirby, but I did talk to Nick Saban that night. You didn't get to. You actually caused the problem because that night you were gone, so your seat was taken by the guy that told me latte should be in the SEC for three and a half hours. That's well, I hate, all I got. For I hate three that and I a half that. hours in my ear. As a Rustin native, I would have looked at him and said, shut up. Just li- literally shut up. That would have been. We probably would have had a fight. Oh God! Just on and on and on. You and, should have just put him on the phone with me. And now I am watching them just race back and forth down the field over well, and over and over. Yeah, and but over that and that old, by by November of 2011, oh boy. Ole Miss would not have won the Colonial Athletic Association. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's what still gets me about that Egg Bowl when the media member goes bang and hits the table <laughs> when State scores and it went. Hold on a minute. You're shocked well, we, by this? You and I literally turned around like, what did you expect? <laughs> I mean, have you not watched? Ladarius Perkins goes down the sidelines and scores. It's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that's what's that's what's coming. Now, look, it's, you know. Per- right, Nick, now, to answer your question, Mark, uh, Nick was very complimentary about Kirby, said that he was going to be a very successful head coach and that, he was a tremendous asset to Alabama, blah, blah, blah. He said, yeah, sure. He said everything you would expect him to say, but he at no point even – he didn't recoil at all at me asking him about the Ole Miss job. Really? Yeah. I mean, he obviously believed that anybody that knew Kirby knew Kirby was going to be a really successful head coach, and he has been. You know – Obviously. It crashed and burned. You know, Feldman comes in and writes the order on book, meet market off that season where they frankly didn't really sign much of anybody. They lose out on Joe McKnight and Keelan Williams and the whole deal. I don't mm-hmm. remember what class it was, but whichever one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, the thing about Orgeron, he actually signed one player who had an LSU offer his entire tenure. It was Marcus Tillman. Yeah. Um, but Feldman had counted on it working and he was buddies with Ed. And I, I got a point. Like, I remember. I guess it was like 2007 and you knew it was kind of over. And I think we were in Athens and Bruce was there and his book had come out and you could tell Ed was about to get fired. And he looked like he wanted to jump off the press box there at Sanford stadium. It was just was kind of over at that point. Hugh freeze is the much better book um, from his tenure because he gives us so oh, much yeah. the way he was hired again. Ole Miss didn't have an AD. They only interviewed freeze and Larry Fedora. 
and Fedora. Fedora was, never had a chance at the job. He was taking the UNC job. The Fedora interview, in my opinion, and I'm fairly sourced on this, was well, it was leverage for a little bit better deal at UNC. Okay, they interview those two, and what you stumbled on was that. Freeze was a really good coach early. He was a good program builder. He said the right things. It sort of almost needed that type of cheerleader at that point because Orgeron, Nut, sorry, not Orgeron, Nut had beaten them down. Same difference. Had beaten them down to such an extent (laughs) by the end. In 2011, happens. Their program is in academic purgatory. They've got some, frankly, some law issues throughout the program at that point. I mean, had they gone to a bowl game, and I get they went 2-10, and they wouldn't have had enough players eligible for the bowl game. It would have been like LSU a few years ago. Yeah, no no one was eligible. Right. The strangest press conference day I've ever had, and that says something because I got a a top five, is (sighs) before the Egg Bowl, talking to some of the younger kids, that 2011 team, and basically just going, hey, blah, blah, blah. And Nut's stuff is packed in his office. The boxes are all packed and sitting there like across the hall. And we're talking to Denzel and those dudes. They don't care mm-hmm. at all. They're so mm-hmm. checked out. Cody Pruitt. Dudes that just weren't even sort of in it. And what Hugh did early, I mean, it really did. It, 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 it gal, He galvanized people. I mean, you know, the, 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 the season and Ole Miss's marketing did a really good job. The day he's hired and he comes out there and, you know, he's – Talking to Moncrief, I mean, how many balls are you going to catch? You're going to catch 80 for me next year. And he's getting his guys engaged. He was really good at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about this. 2012, it's one of the best coaching jobs you could see for a guy in a program. I mean, that sure. team almost went 9-3, and three and they should have gone 3-9. and nine. Sure. No doubt about all that. Mm-hmm. 100%. And it's what, to this day, there's such a human element to it. There's such a – just a – I mean – think what you think, and I think a lot of things on all sides of the spectrum because I'm really almost kind of – I'm – not torn, but I'm almost kind of strange on Hugh because I like him as a person. Mm-hmm. Is, the crazy thing is I do too. Yeah. I, I mean, like just hanging out, people be happy don't, to. People don't believe me when I say that. I, I, I like the guy. Yeah. I mean, his daughter spent the night at our house. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I like Hugh the person. I just, I kind of just know the, the ego. The, the ego got so inflated. Yeah. He's nowhere near the bottom of my list on, hey, go have a drink and play around a round of golf. Cool. Sweet. Whatever. Um, Point being, it's just kind of sad because had he been able to, no, look, it's a huge thing to avoid, but had he been able to avoid that, he'd been a really good football coach for a long time without all the shit that happened. He was happy at Ole Miss. He wanted to be the kind of the legend unless Tennessee came up with or whatever over the course of time. But celebrity, ego, people, getting around him, His creating mistake. a circle, all those things. Yep. Hugh's career mistake. It all comes back to ego because even the you know going after the NCAA just couldn't let it not be exactly what the lane is. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can be really successful. You just got to be able to take this hit. I can't take the hit. I, yep, it's got to be this way. Yep, and it did him in. Well, I mean, one of the reasons I, th- I think he didn't do the Florida thing was that he wasn't going to be able to do all the stuff that he had done at Ole Miss Twitter wise. There were people in his world that were like, you should take this Florida I mean, job. they were about to basically trade coaches. Hugh was going to go to Florida, and Jim McElwain was going to come to Ole Miss. That's what I believe. I do, too. And he won the Egg Bowl and got emotional and stayed. Yeah. Simplistic, but sure. Yeah. It's basically right. And they... <laughs> he ushered Ole Miss, though, because 
Ed thought Ed could do it, but he was not ready. He didn't have any personnel skills, whatever. Nutt never believed Ole Miss could win 10 games a year, Mm-mm. ever. Mm-mm. He thought he was going to go and win seven or eight, ride it out to retirement, and just beat State because he always beat State. Mm-hmm. He's never been more shocked than when he went to Ole Miss, went to Starkville with Ole Miss on his chest for the first time and went, oh, shit, this is not the same thing. Right. Because he, he always played State the week before they played Ole Miss, and he didn't get their best shot. He believed Ole Miss could win. He showed Ole Miss they could win, and he ushered them into this completely today modern era of college football in a meaningful way. He did that. Sure. They went to access bowls and all that stuff. 100%. With a pretty bad staff. Yeah. At least not an elite staff. And I wonder if that's part of his problem at Auburn right now. He he showed Ole Miss they could win when they weren't necessarily the most efficient. There's, well, that's what's that's, funny that's about it. Is you actually looked at it when when he left. If you're an Ole Miss fan, you almost should have been excited. Goes, my God, he won 18 games or whatever in two years, and we mm-hmm. had a lot of mistakes. Had a lot of stuff go wrong there. Sure, he actually elevated you without you even realizing it to the point of it, it was not the most sound thing in the world. 100. percent He was good at quarterback evaluations. Yeah, got Chad. After the freak out in 14, Bo was a hell of a starter for three years. Convinced Bo to stay with him after not going really well at Arkansas State, frankly. Yeah. And I guess Siski's sweet to that, but whatever that well, looks like. There were people in Bo's world that did not want him to roll the dice with Hugh Freezing. Frankly, they wouldn't go State. Or Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Point being, you get everything. You get the crazy fall... But you get where, and it's kind of the way where I'm, you know, they and Ole Miss ends up with Lane and they win a lot of games. I guess it's not overly shocking, though, because I see what Hugh did. And you had to get through Matt. I mean, I think as time goes on, Matt's going to get more credit for keeping the program stable during those years where mm-hmm. if you don't have somebody that's pretty level, mm-hmm. it could have gone even farther down and kept you from getting back up as quick as you did. Agreed. I mean, they had Matt Crowell. On, like, it wasn't, it wasn't empty. No. Frankly, it wasn't as empty as Freeze took it over in a lot of ways. Well, it was one of the reasons that, that Kiffin wanted the Ole Miss job over the Arkansas job was because he felt like the Ole Miss roster, and he was right, the Ole Miss roster was more talented. Yeah. Because I think, and I think Lane would admit this today. Yeah, sure. When he took the job, he thought this is going, whichever one of those jobs he took, it was going to be a quick stop. He was going to win and then catapult. I, I think he. I think he would admit. He's basically admitted that. I don't have a problem with that either. By the way, that happens. People ch- plans change all the time. But I think when he took the job, he didn't think. You know, I'll be at Ole Miss six years, seven years. I, I don't think Lane thought that. I think he. I think he would tell you that. Yeah, sure. It was his best job at the moment to get. Well, he back in. He knew it. there was talent there. Yeah, Matt and that staff had recruited some talent. That's why he wanted it instead of Arkansas. Yeah, he viewed the Arkansas deal. He saw what had happened from the Bielema to Morris transition was an absolute disaster, and, and he he didn't know. I, I think he felt like that roster would have to be overhauled. And this was pre-portal, right? So you he probably there was no way to know that, hey, in a couple of years, I'll be able to just go add 30 guys from other schools and do this quickly. At the time, there was that was not really a thing. In, you know, Hugh is so interesting, too. They come off this probation. Because you can't say either one. It's both. Was he let off the hook by the NCAA instead of Ole Miss getting hammered? Yes, yes absolutely. 100%. He also lost $17 million and had to go to Liberty. Yeah. He wasn't scot-free here. 
Well, this is the part where when people do the thing, I'm like, look, Hughes paid the price. Yes. I mean, $17 million. Lost a job that was, it wasn't a dream job, but it was close to it. Went through the humiliation of what he went through. Really hard. I mean, had to just be, as a human, really, really Had really to be hard. brutal. Had to be brutal. I mean, I saw him a good bit during that six months. He was a shell of a human. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I mean, and I mean this in the true definition, it was pathetic. I mean, he, yeah. he, he just, there was nothing there. And I mean, he, he did it, but yeah, man, you saw him and went, damn. Yeah. So he's paid the price for it. I mean, I've, I've said this many times. I don't think that he would have gone six and six in, what was that, 2017? 2017. I don't think he would have. And I think people would have been. All the stuff covered up the fact that they gave up 55 to state that night. Everybody kind of moved on because the, the NCAA and the stuff. Lost and, by uh, five touchdowns at home to a bad Mississippi State team. That wasn't like the Dak Prescott Bulldogs. No. That was a bad state team. They ended up going to a bowl game because of APR. Yeah, five and seven. Yeah. They were four and seven walking. I'd actually kind of like to flip that because I I have an irrational annoyance with state claiming so many straight bowl appearances when you had to get one at five and seven off APR. Shut up. I know it's PR, but shut up. They played in a bowl game. Yay. I know. Had a brawl too. You also go to the bowl at like two and eight in COVID year. Like, shut up. Yay. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Maybe I do hate a lot of teams. I think you do. I think you have... Of the two of us, that people would think that I have the most hate in my heart, and it's it's you, <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm far more apathetic. It's in Kendall you Rogers' Twitter bio. I think it just says, "I hate all of you. I hate every yeah. team." Yeah, yeah, no. everybody. Yeah, three and seven in the COVID year. Woo! 
dominant, really. I have to be consistent. I give everyone a pass on the COVID year. I do. I throw it out. Completely. Means you have to give A and M a pass on ten and one, where it doesn't really count, too, though. Yep. I've said all along: if you did something big and you want to claim it, cool. But if you bombed and it was a disaster, you taking the Dodgers World Series from them. I put an asterisk by yeah. it. Sure, the bubble title doesn't really count the same. They played a sixty-game regular season. Mm-hmm. Baseball's all about one hundred sixty-two. Yeah, sure. It's the one sport that's truly a marathon. I mean, the Braves at 95 only played, what, 144? Yeah, it's fine. It's close enough. Okay, you're good with that? Yeah, it's a lot of games. Over 162 games, typically the best team does win the division. 162 games. You're going to have winning streaks, losing streaks, injuries, adversity. You can get hot for 60 games. You can't get hot for 162 games. Siski actually gave me a bunch of rain. I mean, what I'm fueled on right now is just all the all the rain. I told Lafferty I know a guy because he said rain got him through the portal during the summer. Said he had plenty of rain during the summer for the oh, for the portal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah, he said Celsius and rain. Yeah, it's good so, stuff. So, yeah, no, get that get that figured out. Now he gave me four flavors, and two of them are really really good. One's okay, and then one's way too sweet. The two of them, I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm I'm in the orange and the grape. Okay, the rain the storms. storm. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't want the, the smaller bottle. I've not yeah. had the storm yet. The the storm's smaller. I don't need the big cans. I'm good. I don't sleep well enough to drink that. What the rain in general? Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, if I need to stay up, well, y'all did the show at like I two p.m. You know, that's way too late. Way too late. Yeah, I just yeah. I mean, replace it with your coffee or something in the morning, maybe. But yeah. Anyway, okay. It's great. It's a great product. Seriously, it's. I mean, it it works. If you need to be awake and alert, it'll do it. Oh, you're tear phone book up. I mean, you're mm-hmm. you get a little get a little get a little juice there. So anyway, it doesn't have all the sugar, so you don't do have the the crash on the flip side. Yeah. All right, podcast brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. They also can help you transfer your medications. One phone call, they take care of the rest. So whether it's in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs or GNM in Oxford, that's 662-236-2222. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. Clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. Founded in 1997, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, Get in touch with John if you're thinking about uh, making a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. We're brought to you by OPA. It's Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. It's the perfect place to plan your uh, company dinner, your festive party event, your Christmas party. They can accommodate up to 200 guests. They have great, uh, fabulous food, craft libations as well uh, for catering information or for uh, booking information contact genie 601-421-7147 
Uh, we're about to have a service specialist staffing and recruiting agency. We'll have picks up tomorrow. Uh, Lukers are in. Nobody else's are in yet. I haven't even put mine in yet. Got to figure that out today. They've been uh, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you pretty much across the board. And if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. It's always free for the candidate, so you've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check them out online at servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful smile uh, that you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. It's uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net, Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net, or call him on his cell, 404-973-9901. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Use code RG for 25% off. You buy five pouches or more. Again, I know things are busy, a lot going on with kids right now. They can handle dinner for you. It's fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate after they deliver the shrimp directly to your door. Seven different options for you. They also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp for those who want the uh, stuff that's in the grocery store, except for a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So again, pick your favorite signature New Orleans-style barbecue, garlic, herb, butter, lemon, cracked pepper, tons of options, five pouches or more, code RG, PrimeShrimp.com. Who are we going after now? Who you want to go after? Now? I don't know. You tell me. Who are we going after? I'm, 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 I'm ready. <laughs> it's the first of eight podcast interviews for me today, so let's just do Is it. it. Really, eight, eight. Who, let's attack somebody. Who are we going after? You really did cram four into three, or five into three, or whatever this. Basically, five days into three. Okay. How many different shows is that? Oh, three of them are one show. Yeah, three. Uh, I guess five shows. Okay. Talking to Sokoloff later this morning. I heard. Yeah. You're going to have him rehash the week? We'll touch on it. I'm not going to. You're going to demand his source? I think I know his demand. source. I'm not going to demand it. I think I know it. I'm not going to ask him his source, but I think I'm, I feel pretty confident that I know at least one of them. Yeah, I feel with two guesses, I'd put a gun to my head. If you gave me three guesses to get two of them right, I, I, I'm not sure I would need the third guess. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that, too. I'm I'm good with that. I'd sweep the series. If you want to read, I'm probably not going to mention this on today's show, even though I had it pulled up as a possibility. If you have an athletic subscription, they have a Michigan-Michigan State story about the toxic nature of that rivalry mm-hmm. um, today that in some ways makes the Egg Bowl look like a pillow fight. Oh. Um, now, not... Dan Mullen, Hugh Freed's peak Ole Miss and State because they were paying was people. Nasty. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of what I was reading. I was reading, and I went, you know, compared to today, yeah, you guys are right. But eight years ago, that's that's child's play. That's a church social compared to what we had going on down here. 
Um, it's all stemming from the fight they had in the tunnel last year where the Michigan kid got a concussion and the Michigan State kid had lacerations or something from from the, the fight because, the, frankly, the cops didn't do anything to stop it. They just kind of watched it happen. Um, but it's even bled down into their uh, – so I, I saw this, and I thought it was the funniest part of the story. The two newspaper staffs at the respective universities have always done basically a touch or a flag football game, game the week of the, the game. Yeah. And they paused it last year or this year because they believe there will be physical altercations between the newspaper staffs. Wow. Between the two. That teams. is toxic. Yeah. That's like when Steve challenged us to the big basketball game. I forgot about that. <laughs> All in the name of charity. Yeah, of course. What could go wrong? You didn't want to play? No. It was for charity. His charity? You run marathons for charity. I have. Those are legit charities. He didn't give a legit charity? I don't know what it was. What was his charity? I don't know, but I wouldn't trust him. He had Robert St. John involved. He had he had plans. Oh, is that the book guy? No, it's the... Is that who it was? I don't know. No, he had like two or three people. Who all was it? Like, he, he, he put a plan in place for us. Did anybody agree? I don't know. I wasn't driving to Hattiesburg to play a basketball game. Is that where you wanted to do it? If I recall correctly. We were like neutral site. Needed, mean, a, needed a third location for it. There were people on our beat that wanted to do it. Were there really? Yeah. Who? Come on. <laughs> See? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Someone said, "Good cop, bad cop." Yeah, Granda has a Robert St. John, the Hattiesburg chef. Sorry, that's what I was going for there. Oh, yeah. I'm having a hard time getting back to Grind's question. What is it? It's about it's a super chat. Thanks for the super chat. He's asking about Texas A and M, and I can't get to it. Oh, there we go. There How we does go. having a good Texas program joining the SEC impact A&M's decision on Jimbo? If he stays, goes 8-4, and four, but beats Texas at home, will that be enough? They host Notre Dame, Texas, and LSU next season. Oof. <laughs> uh, I, again, I think it's perception reality. The perception there is that they should be better than 8-4. and four. That's the widespread perception. Is that the reality in, in like reality? Reality doesn't appear to be, but if it's their perception and you've got a hundred thousand people in your stadium who believe it, that might as well be your reality. Am I explaining that where it makes sense? Do you think you, are you going to intentionally undervalue a and M next year and not get called yes. the trap again? Yes. 100%. I don't feel all that stupid about LSU because they're really close to being really good. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, change one play in the Ole Miss game and we're not doing the crapping yeah, yeah, yeah. on LSU thing. Yeah, sure. A&M, on the other hand. They're A&M. They're, they're, they're what they are. Well, we do the a, a and eight and four right they now. They got to get to eight and four. Right now, eight and four is a win because it means yeah. they either won in Oxford or Baton Rouge. Yeah. Period. And they're going to be underdogs in both places. I mean, we do this all the time. Texas eight and four. I'm like, well, right now they're not going eight and four. They didn't go eight and four last year. They don't appear to be going eight and four this year. They're Texas seven and five, or worse, Texas six and six because they could lose. 
I mean, if I put a gun to your head today and I said, A&M at Ole Miss, who wins? Ole Miss. A&M at LSU, who wins? LSU. Well, that's six and six, champ. Because LSU kind of have it circled, too, because they need it. But then, too, A&M kind of beat them up last year. No, LSU will have that game circled. Bolded. Italicized. Navarro, thanks for the Super Chat. Says, do you think Kiffin knows how bad Freeze wants this win and what he thinks about it? Yes, 100%. Yes. Kiffin is very aware of what Hughes' motivations will be this week. Very aware. Again, look. Back to Sokolov for just a moment. Yep. Think about Lane's reaction on that Monday night. He was mad. He was furious. Yeah, that's what happened. He was mad. Kept going. Then you have to ask why. Austin, I bet ESPN makes this about the Hugh Freeze revenge story, paints this as some monsters who fired him and didn't stand by him. Meanwhile, he sold us out. Nah, they're not going to back you on that, I don't think. Mm, I don't think so. You can't. It just it, it kind of doesn't fit. Yeah, I mean. He got fired for very valid reasons. You can't. It's the lack of actually Xing them out from an administrative standpoint that would bother me more than the actual acts that, Hey, even when we got here, you couldn't even cover the tracks. Well, let's be clear. Cause it, we had, look, we had a, in October of 2016, before any of this happened, there was, there was an, uh, an, a, a belief inside that building that things were happening off the field that were potentially damning. Yeah. And they just couldn't quite, find it yeah we had very much glimpses of that but they were looking for it how is that right a&m is 37 and 76 against texas all time yeah i mean when was the last time they won a road game against a ranked opponent i don't know i bet it's been a minute Jimbo has a worse record than Kevin Sumlin did. Oh, yeah. No, no matter who's in charge, they do this. That's what they do. Yeah. Manziel played for them, so they were good for a couple of years. Yeah. Still he, lost games. He covered up a bunch of stuff. Still lost games. Yeah. Manziel and Mike Evans. Yeah. Single-handedly beat Ole Miss twice. For sure. Evans went up and grabbed it over Sinquez on that throw from the end zone. I mean, Evans is still an NFL receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a beast. 2014. Is that when it was? Mm-hmm. No, the last time A&M won a road ranked game. Oh. Nine years. Nine years since they won a, a ranked road game. Mm-hmm. The question in your bell bag if you had to win one, had to lose one, would Lane rather beat Auburn and lose to Georgia or beat Georgia and lose to Auburn? It's a fascinating question. It is a fascinating question. I think he'd rather beat Auburn and lose to Georgia. It because, lets you sleep better at night. And he's on schedule at that point, right? Because if, if Ole Miss goes 10-2 and two and the losses are Georgia at Alabama, Alabama, at Georgia, okay. no, nobody bats an eye. If you did you, a hell of a – yeah. If you go 10-2 and two and one of your losses was at Auburn, you're like – what happened, right? No one even questions. If before the season you saw, okay, well, they're going to lose at Alabama and at Georgia. They're going to win the other games. You're like, Had a oh, hell of a year. Wow, rousing success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, plus. nobody even thinks about it. Well, nobody wins in Tuscaloosa. Nobody wins in Athens. Hell, nobody beats Georgia, period. 
So, okay. But you lose to Auburn? Looks like you're roller coastering again. I think that's my answer. I mean, for his program, the win over Georgia would be this. And it would be after the loss. Yeah. and But I know what you mean. Yeah. But what do you, I guess my, my only counter to that is you're not getting in the playoff unless you win out and get a shit ton of luck. So what'd you really lose? You're still going to the Sugar Bowl or the right. Orange Bowl or whatever right. the heck it is. Right. You're going 10 and 2 and you go, hey, I got a scalp. Does Lane need the scalp more than the dumb loss? Is a bigger win a bigger deal than a dumb loss? So I think beating LSU was a scalp. Well, sure. Yeah. That's, that's a good LSU. It's team. not Athens scout. No, it's not. But it's a big scout. LSU's good. It's a good team. I came into the conversation this morning thinking, nope, you beat Auburn and lose to Georgia, and you sleep well at night and go, hey, we're right where we want to be. As I'm talking it out, though, because Georgia's that second game, it gets rid of the taste in your mouth, and you go, oh, wow. It does. It creates an offseason full of wealth. If only they had. And you had to lose to freeze. You had to lose to freeze and do all the stuff. Because I'm going to tell you, if Hugh wins on Saturday, it's going to be obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be. They're going to bring Jill down on the field. The girls are going to be on the field. Everyone's going to be crying like they were wronged. It's. It's going to be really – I mean, if, if you're an Ole Miss person, that is going to be hard to look at. Meanwhile, if you lose in Athens, you just lose in Athens. Join the crowd. Get in line. Yeah. Go beat ULM. Go beat State. and Go 10-2. and two. Go 10-2, and two and you're going to go to a, probably the an access bowl? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah so – 100%. Yeah, so, I mean – You're going to be ranked like ninth in the country. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, Chase, the more I think about it. You think so? Yeah, because Kirby's <laughs> – what's Kirby going to do? Kirby's not going to – Wayne's doing a hell of a job over there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're 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 really good. They're hard to prepare for. Ooh, will Auburn rush the field? Ooh, ooh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Pro- yeah. probably. Grind says no. I don't know. Grind. Let it get there Saturday. Yeah, I just don't know. You hadn't played the game yet. Because I know what I think this game is going to feel like emotionally for everyone. Well, here's the question. Does Auburn care about Hugh enough to rush the field? Maybe they don't. Maybe that's the question. You have to really care about your own coach and believe in him to rush the field. Yeah. So, no. 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 They did do – Yeah, no. What was the game? Was it A&M? That, I think that's what this is in the thread when they did the Carnell game last year where everybody got all emotional and it was just this emotional thing and everybody was crying and it was just so – Moving. I was pulling for Carnell that night. Well, it's because it was A&M on the other side. <laughs> you weren't pulling for Carnell. You were pulling against A&M. Stop it. I won't stop. Own, own I it. wanted Auburn own to win the football game. Oh, okay. Had that been Kentucky on the other sideline, you would not have felt any emotion. <laughs> You'd have been asleep. Stop. I was all in. Geared the only up. thing that would have made that better was that there'd been Tennessee on the other sideline. Okay. You would have been. That's true because I did pull for A and M against Tennessee. You last did. Week. Answered your question. Gig them. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Ole Miss can't let Auburn become Tennessee in twenty one. Just go win the game. You got to take care. They of it don't early. score. Jump. So just go score. Jump on them early and. LSU put up forty eight and held them to whatever the eighteen. Something like that. 18 points. Jump. I watched that LSU secondary. It's bad. It's awful. Jump on them early. 
and they'll they'll turn on him. See, if you told me this game's a blowout, I buy it. But you got to do it early. You got to come out of the gate. Got to come out of the gate fast. I know I lost last week. Tennessee won. I couldn't even get that one right. No. I got that one right. I had my best week. I got in a an A and M loss and still was kind of frustrated. I mean, it's it's. I, I don't know why. I have no reason really. I don't know. For Tennessee? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. They're even, whatever. But I found myself. I. I chose Rucker's Twitter account over the the, the Texas A and M message boards. <laughs> that was the decision. Was do I want to go hang out on the A and M boards, well, or do like, I want to scroll through his mentions? You like Ross? Y'all are in the club together. I do like Ross. You know, y'all yeah. are good. Y'all are tight. He didn't talk to me as much anymore. But is he mad at you? I mean, you've made fun of stuff. <laughs> I don't think he's mad. I just think he's not really wanting to engage in any of my shenanigans. <laughs> like. <laughs> I called him for a random quote like a year ago, and he goes, I just don't think I need to quote give a quote on anything Ole Miss related anymore. I'm just going to pass. He was nice that's, about it, but fair. he just went, I, I'm, I'm out. That's fair. I don't remember what it was, but. Like, Ross gets the blame. It might have been something for the book. Ross gets the blame for the NCAA thing, and I'm just telling you, the NCAA thing is all Hugh's fault. All Hugh's fault, 100%. Yeah. Totally his fault. He wanted to put that tweet out. They, they begged him not to. He tweeted it anyway. Yeah. The NCAA comes to campus, and instead of just being a good guy, and just whatever, whatever, okay, sure. No, he had to insult them and then cite Bible verses. And there it went. And then when, it, hey, he got lucky, and he had a chance to, because McGriff left, right, to yeah. go to the Saints? Yeah, yeah. He could have just put Barney Farrar on the, on the coaching staff, on the field for a and while. And ended that whole and thing. And it would have ended the whole thing. Nope, couldn't do that. Gonna do it his way. Because at that point, Barney was recruiting for Dan. Yes. Could have just put Barney on the staff and said, all you people bitching about Barney, he's on my field. He's on the staff. He's coaching DBs. Coaching DBs. You could have had a GA coach the DBs and let Barney still go out and recruit. Yeah. Kane could have coached the DBs. Sure. Would have been a really good DB coach. Mm-hmm. Is a really good DB coach. Mm-hmm. Or Kane could have coached linebackers. Yeah, whatever. Could have, whatever. You could have, yeah. there was a way Tom to Allen do it. Tom could have coached defense. There were, there, were, there were cats out there that could have done it. Yeah. Yeah, they had some good had some good coaches on that staff mm-hmm. at that point. Could have done it. Didn't want to do it. Didn't, didn't, he wanted to do it his way. Wanted, wanted it to be done his way. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Serves people across rural communities. Two packages. The Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze. The one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, print controls, network security, and much more. So call the office again for the best internet in Lafayette County. 662-238-3159. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. A lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with Susan Walt to buying your first horse, competing in nationally recognized competitions. Uh, Learn more at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, 
Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or uh, missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford's right next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases, because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will have you feeling like you're living in a resort. So whether it's a weekend binge-watching session or hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. The community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So uh, get in touch with them at uh, 662-300-3733. You can find out uh, when leasing for the fall 2024 is available. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Again, Vanderbilt, 6.30 p.m. next Saturday night from Baltimore Way Stadium. You got all day long in the Grove, so let them take care of you. Feeding 10, 20, or 40 with their great tailgate packages, their cheeses they make locally and in-house every day, their charcuterie trays, which are my favorite, the cheesecake dip, it's a huge favorite, crudite, desserts, pepper jelly, feta dip, plenty of options there. Johnson Hill Creamery, you pick it up at Chicory Market in Oxford, you just tell them what game and whether you want to pick up on Friday or Saturday and order right there online at johnsonhillcreamery.com. <clears throat> Look at the stream. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, no. I mean, of the three cast of characters, Vitter by far the most aggressively poor at their job of the three. Oh, yeah. Not even. Oh, God. I mean, it, it's it's... It's not even a fair fight. No. I mean, the, the, the hostage video day, the biggest problem was just having Vitter up there, period. I mean, as bad as it still would have been, had you just let Ross and Hugh up there, okay. It would have been okay. Adding Better than it was. Adding gumballs made it just... Gumballs. Just made it an absolute nightmare of a PR. The number of inside jokes that people inside the school would make about him over the course of the months and (laughs) weeks and years. and That dude did some serious damage to your school. He did. He he wrecked some relationships. The lack of personal ability, like just personal communication ability. Well, and he was super vindictive, too. If you didn't tow the company line, he he went after you with what he viewed to be the power of his office. Whew. He's a small man. <laughs> good with good with balls though. Very juggle juggles. Is he? Juggles. Good juggler. That picture. <laughs> it's really just kind of the epitome of the occasion of the of the situation. That that that's the one. <laughs> you and I both know a person who would send that to me on a I routine know. basis. Yes. With really no commentary, just the picture. It said all it needed to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and every time I'd see it, I'd start laughing. I don't know. Uh, Phillies are going to sweep this thing. Do I just need to go and get ready for the Phillies championship? Probably not going to sweep it. But if you told me it's a gentleman sweep, I buy it. Well, they're up two zero. They won ten nothing, and the guy they're facing in Game Three uh, has a five nine ERA. Yeah, just saying that lineup is so explosive 
if you're them, you just want to get one in Arizona, you'll win this thing. It's over. I mean, I mean, they'll probably get two. They're probably not losing two out of three. I wouldn't think. They're really, really good. I don't think they're coming back to Philly. Does the ALCS go back to Houston? Texas up two nothing. Now it's been closer. I think it's six. Okay. I think they clinch it in Houston for game six. Well, if I'm Texas and I don't get two out of three, I'm a little nervous going back to Houston. Well, if you don't get two out of three, it's over. Well, if you're Texas and you get two oh, out of Texas, three. Oh, Texas, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you I'm, think you need to end it here in Arlington. If I'm Texas, I want to end that thing at what's it called, Globe Life. That's correct. I want to end it there. Let's not get on another plane unless it's to Philadelphia. Yes. My next flight wants to be to <laughs> Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't want to go back to Houston. I'd be a little I'd be a little antsy about going back to Houston for game six and a game seven. Yeah, Houston te- Houston and Texas today, two oh in favor of the Rangers, seven oh three PM tonight. Mm-hmm. FS one, the uh channel for that one. I mean it's a duh statement, but I'd I'd want to win tonight. And just go, okay, that's it, boys. Yeah, D back starting the rookie tonight. Yeah. Good luck. They may have taken this as far as you can take it. Hell of a year for them. I mean, I think if you had told the Diamondbacks before the season they were going to be in the National League Championship Series, they would have taken it. I saw that. I think I think I had this right. I saw some graphic yesterday that only in the last 15 years, only two teams in Major League Baseball have not won at least a wild card game. Only two of the Major League Baseball teams have won literally nothing in the postseason oh, I saw in this. the last 15 years. I know one of the teams, and I think I remember the second team, but I could be wrong. Who was it? It was the Reds for sure. Yeah. I think it was the White Sox. I think you're right. I think it was the White Sox. Have they won a playoff game since they won the World Series? I don't know. Everybody else had at least done something. Like the Pirates had won a wild card game. Yeah. White Sox are an abomination right now of a franchise. Horrific. I mean, there's just and a couple of years ago, everybody thought they were going to be really, really good. It just didn't work out. They had a wild card berth, and they won the AL Central in 21. So did they get swept? I don't know. Um, wild card berth in 20. But if they got swept, they had not been in the playoffs at all since 2008, since oh. then. So. I don't know. I was looking for that. No, they I, they won a game in 21, it looks like. They lost 3-1, so maybe they were not the team I'm thinking of. Maybe it was somebody else. Okay. Yeah, it, I don't it know. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. October 10th of 21, they beat the Astros one time. Okay. That's what you get on this here podcast. Cincinnati's not done anything? They were definitely one of them. Yeah. That is That is for sure correct. I don't know. And it's weird. It's just you don't think of Cincinnati as that small of a market, but I guess it is. What do you mean? I don't know. Just when you go to a game there, you don't really think, oh, this is one of the small markets. Like no money, nothing to. Yeah, where they don't pour much money into it. They don't. So is it management or what? What's the problem? I, I would guess it's a beautiful park. It's an area that loves baseball. They've won before. I don't know. I always like going to games there. It's a fun place to go to a game. I I enjoy that ballpark. I've been several times. How much football are you going to catch this weekend? Mm. Are you busy pretty much all day? 
Yeah, I think Caroline has my my docket pretty full on on. You have an itinerary a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, probably not a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to obviously get to a place where I can watch at least most of Ole Miss Auburn. Of uh, that's probably the only game that I feel confident that I'll see parts of. Your mailbag question that I found the most funny because there was zero chance of either was could you stand around with Mike Tyson or ride a bull for eight seconds? I mean, hell no. To be, there was not even one of the options that you could contemplate and go, well, what if? Yeah. There's just no chance. Yeah, I'm not making the bull for eight seconds, and I'd be terrified. I mean, if you told me I had to do one, I'll ride the bull and just hope to God I don't get stepped on. Yes. Or Let him throw forward. me, and I'll be sore for a week, but okay. Yeah, I'm not. Even if I break a leg, okay. I'm not getting hit in the head by Mike Tyson. Yeah, I, I don't know. No. No. At minimum, he's going to give me a concussion. He's going to he's hurt me. He's probably going to break my jaw. He's going to knock my teeth out. He's going to hurt Would me. Would you choose Tyson if you can wear headgear? Still going to bash you in the intestines for three minutes. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, is he motivated to hurt me? Yeah, he's fighting. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't. I, I, he wins the belt when he beats you. Yeah, no, no, God, no. He could kill you. I mean, Peter McNeely survived that time. That's true. He's made of flesh and bone, too. Nah, no, I don't want any of that. He's not in his prime. He's like 60 years old. Mm-mm. He's in pretty decent shape, though. Yeah, I, no. So you get on the bull? I mean, if you tell me I had to do one or the other, I guess I'd get on the bull and just pray. Remember the bull we basically interviewed on the podcast 15 years ago's name? <laughs> no. In our early iterations, one of our first sponsors was the uh, pro bull riding tour. We were coming to Tupelo. We yeah. uh, we interviewed the the rider, the cowboy, who was trying – his name was Billy Robison. Um, I, I can't tell you what I had for lunch yesterday, but there That's, we are. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, his name was Billy Robison, and he was going to be the cowboy that had to ride a bull that had not been ridden in a really long time. Wright Thompson had ridden a big feature story on said bull. The bull's name was Bushwhacker. Okay. Um. Yeah. We 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 had a day of content around the bull. Um. Back in the day. Yeah. There for the uh, the podcast. So pro bull riding tour in Tupelo that weekend. It still is on TV. Some they mostly wear helmets now. I see, like cages kind of things. I mean, if you fought Tyson the first time he punched you, you would just go down. Well, that is the argument. Is can he just hit me in the shoulder and I go, okay, peace. I mean, he, start, he starts with a left-hand jab. Yeah, and, can I take a dive is the question. Yeah, I'm going down. Closing my eyes, and when the ref starts counting, I'm pretending to be in la-la land. Mark mentioned people need to check out the Cecil Collins documentary. I have not done that. I saw some of that. It was pretty interesting. Ooh, I'd really watch Tyson fight a bull. That's fair. Yeah. That's true. He did keep holding Tyson in that fight. Like every time he. Do you blame him? Once you realize you're not winning, it becomes about survival. If you want to just see something pretty excellent, though, those those old Tyson fight videos from his prime on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Those are professional uh, fighters in the other ring, and they got scared. Dudes who fight professionally typically don't get scared. And he. It's the part about like Major League Baseball where you talk about, hey, you do realize the guy that's standing in the batter's box. With he's the, great too. With the uniform and yeah. the wooden club, he's the best. He's the best player that ever played in his town. Yeah. And he's being made to look like an idiot against this cat. 
He's not pitching against the local beer league. Scherzer throwing for the Rangers tonight or in game three, by the way. Yeah, and I kind of question how ready he is. Like, how good is Major League Baseball hitters? Gray Kessinger's like a great example. Yeah. Gray's the best player to ever come through Oxford. He was an All-American at Ole Miss. Literally the best shortstop in the country. Won the award. And is having a hard time establishing himself as a major leaguer. That's how hard it is. It, what's good news for Gray is the Astros are giving him a ton of rope and like him and are really yeah. trying. Well, he's a great dude. They're invested in him to give him every chance yeah. to make it. But my point stands, yeah, 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 right? Sure. It's just hard. Yeah. It's really freaking hard to be a major league hitter. Yeah, I texted with him a few weeks ago, and he was just saying, it just, I mean... You're seeing things you've never seen before. I mean, yeah. it's it's the, the the difference from what he saw even on you know, on a Friday night or anywhere is it's a 180. It's not even Yeah, it's just it's really freaking hard. I mean, said you know, you laugh. I mean, go, oh, okay. What was the Dion thing? Dion got asked, you know, what was the hardest thing in sports? And he said hitting. Yeah. They show that angle in the playoffs from the catcher's perspective and I'm like, I don't know how you guys do this. I mean, I I, I look at it literally and it makes me uncomfortable. Because I'm, I, how do you? Well, it's like we've always talked about that video of hey, we, I don't mind sitting in on, on the mound against somebody, but they can't have to promise not to hit me, and there's no way that I wouldn't step in the bucket because I couldn't, I, I I just couldn't voluntarily not step in the bucket. No, I would only do it if you told me I could wear headgear, yeah, and like full pads, and I'd still step in the bucket. Yeah, if you get whomever out there, which take your pick throwing at me i'm going to bail out because i don't want to sit in there on it Mm-mm. go hey throw the slider that starts with my hip and runs back across the plate no i'm good and that's only like 88 only <laughs> those guys throwing 99 mile an hour sliders i have told this and i think i mentioned on this podcast that since their season is over i hate that they're out when they are i i do still want to get a video done for you guys and i I think the people might say yes. I want to put Austin Raleigh with a drop five bat at Swayze and see what we can get exit velocities to. <sighs> We're going to throw in BP and let him hit with drop fives from the 90s and see what the exit velocities can get. Make sure that that <laughs> cage in front of the pitcher is secure. <laughs> no, he would he, he would literally kill somebody. if it, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we're talking about balls going. Because, I mean, he's one of the best power hitters in Major League Baseball. Oh, he's incredible. And again, like Riley's a good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you'll see a guy like Austin Riley look like he's completely lost at the play. He'd tell you that probably. Yeah. And you're like, that dude, he's maybe the best player to ever come through Mississippi, the whole state. And sometimes people make him look like he has no idea what he's doing up there, like yeah. he's drunk. He thinks he can push some high 120s. Schwarber hit one 117 the other, last night. Was it last night? I don't know. Major League Baseball records, 122, O'Neill Cruz. Wow. Yeah, Schwarber hit 117.7, I think, in game one. Okay. Leading off the... Woodbat. Woodbat. The ball was a laser. It got out of... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to put, like, the Easton Black Magic in his hand from, like, 98. That's the old-timey, like, LSU gorilla ball bats. 550? Would he hit 550? It, it would take the right angle, but I do think we would see some 126, 127s, 128s. So how far would the ball go? Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, you see it even with the college players when they do the home run derby in Omaha. They let them hit with whatever bat they want to hit with, and they'll be hitting them out of TD Ameritrade. So 500? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, 500 for sure got a chance. God. 
Yeah. I told you this. The one that was the most impressive. I mean, if you to want me. to pitch to him, we're looking for a volunteer. No. Um, I, I'd like to sit behind home plate and okay. watch. Um, I would definitely love to watch. The one that it struck me, this, this, these guys are different, was I was at Wrigley. The Cubs were playing the Rockies, and Nolan Arenado was taking BP. Oh, yeah. And this you, is different. You heard the ball. Like whistling out. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh man, these cats, these these cats are different. Yeah, I mean, you knew they were, but when you hear the noise, Jeffrey in the morning, uh, more at rebelgrove.com. We'll dive into Auburn a little bit here soon, and we will be back with you again tomorrow. A couple shows. Neil's got a ton of shows today, so MPW MPW Digital is still very full for the week. So take care. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.